you're looking for one of the most beautiful and playable custom acoustics on the planet, look no further than Ed Rice at Toeir Guitars. Ed is a true artist, transforming exotic woods into magnificent, sweet-sounding instruments. Go to toeirguitars.us, that's T-O-I-R-G-U-I-T-A-R-S.us, and contact Ed today. Hey everybody, Brad and I want to say thank you for listening and thank you for the support. Please continue to listen and share this podcast on all platforms that you can. And if you'd like to support us monthly, we're set up now where you can go to anchor.fm slash Recording, hit the support button, 99 cents, $4.99 or $9.99 per month. Any amount would be greatly appreciated. Now back to the podcast. Recording podcast episode 101. What's up, Neil? 101? 101, buddy. Oh, shoot. You guys barely missed 100. Yeah. <laughs> 101's better than 100 anyway. Yeah, I agree. It's a, it's like a reset, man. Just one too much. That's how we like it. <laughs> <laughs> so we got some friends from Bowling Green with us tonight. We got the Young Romantics. Welcome, guys. Hey, yo. Uh, thanks hey. for having us. Seriously. And I do oh, have man. to apologize, man. You know, so we had four of you guys coming in, and we already had somebody here before you, so I pulled out my cheapest bourbon. Oh, oh man. man. He just did us one, like that. Just one too much. <laughs> one too much. <laughs> so we have old charter number eight and we have, I don't even know how you say this. Is that old hammer? Old hammer. Hammer. The hammer, is baby. That the hammer? <laughs> or is it hammer? That's Daryl Isaac's hey, brand of whiskey. we're going for hammer. That's what we're doing. <laughs> Daryl Isaac's brand. We were just talking about him on the drive up. We're like, oh, man. God, we're, the the three of us are from Louisville, so we're like, damn, back okay. in town. Hey, it's a rye whiskey, though. It might be all right. Hey, we drank it before. It's not bad. I don't even drink that much whiskey at uh, all, so it might listen, be fun. Here's the here's the problem. If not if it's not bad on our scale of bourbon, it's bad. Because <laughs> <laughs> everything's good to us. Yeah, that, so. that old charter's not bad though. Everything's good if you look at it the right way. That's right. Yeah, yeah. man. Mm. Good point. I like your attitude. Yeah, man. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's, uh, won't you guys just go around the table and introduce yourselves, let our listeners know who, who's in here with us. Griffin, why don't you start? You're the guy that sings. Yeah, um, my name's Griffin. Uh, do we do last names too? Whatever sure, you want to do, do it. man. That's the dumbest my, question I've ever heard Griffin in my life. Griffin Fletcher. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I sing in the band. All right. <laughs> I'm Mitchell Manuel. I play guitar. Is that all we're doing? What's going on? Yeah, here? man, just to introduce. A little inter- introduction. Oh, yeah. Like he's never been know. in front of a microphone before this guy. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what a, a one-two is. Me neither. Uh, I can only count to four. Uh, <laughs> I'm Matt Porter. I'm the drummer. All right. My name's Gabe. Gabriel Rogers. I play bass. I'm 20. Funky. Oh, <laughs> And Gabe cannot partake tonight, but uh, yeah, no, we can't. He, he can cheers with us anyway. Well, yeah. Cheers, I tell you guys. Cheers, y'all. And I tell you what, Gabe, yeah. I gotta be honest, man. Clink, 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 clink. If I'll you're ever to miss that, a, brother. if you're I'll ever to miss to that, a bourbon, brother. this is the bourbon to miss. <laughs> Gabe, give me that water. Give me something. There we go. We got a little water clink. Gabe, I want you to know I love you. Thank you, Mitchell. And just for reference, worried. we did go live there for a minute, so that if that's out there, everybody can see. Shit. Gabe had water. 
Hey, are, we on, are we on YouTube live? I don't know what no, we're on. He, you were on be. Instagram live. We're going to do, uh, we just, we're going to try something new tonight and do YouTube live for the one shot recording. So you guys oh, cool hell yeah. yeah, that'd be yeah. cool. Let's do it. Yeah. We'd like to try new things. Whoa. You know, it's our first time. So you guys probably have four people watching. Six. Really? Seven. Hell Dude, yeah, what if we man. actually did that? That's like, like the like shows four. we play. Hell I yeah. Know. <laughs> hey, we've had, hey, we've had a couple shows with more than like six or We've had a couple, man. Dude, I think we had 20 at one point. Dude, uh, we did. They were there just for the drink night. We did. <laughs> Who cares? That's a good night to play, man. Yeah, Built in is. crowd. <laughs> you gotta oh, know your man. audience. So before we get into hearing about the young romantics, you guys are from Bowling Green, man. How are people doing down there? I think people Ooh. are doing um, a little bit better than they were a couple weeks back. I guess if people don't know, uh, we got hit by a tornado pretty bad. Uh, I don't know. It was a weird thing to see. You guys might have to help me well, out here. Your work, like literally Mitchell's work was out and we live, I would keep saying to people it's weird because we live probably like a mile from the most major damage and, you know, you kind of look at that. You're like, oh, shit, we're fine. Everything's good. But it's like, in the grand scheme, we're close. Yeah. yeah. The, my God, man. It just, it, it's really hard to process, I think. Yeah, there's a lot of damage around us. And I don't know. You get, you become very thankful very quickly. Mm-hmm. But it's a weird delay that happened for me where you realize how bad it could have been for you. When, like, down the street, people's homes are gone you know, just, you could have yeah. died. And it's like, when you don't die, you don't think that. You think, oh, yeah. if it's another day, but people definitely got, had a lot of loss. There's a lot of loss all around, but I think people are doing better than they were. People came together, which was great to see. Well, I'm kind of interested too, because Gabe, Gabe's the only one who's actually originally from Bowling Green. What like, Ooh. is like having that type of maybe background, how, what's this like to you, man? Yeah, man, I've never seen anything like this in Bowling Green. Um, like you said, I've lived here my whole life, and it's always just gotten, like, more populated, and it's grown over my whole life. And then um, just one day, you hear about a storm, and then suddenly it's a tornado where hundreds of houses are broken, and, you know, friends that have completely lost their house and stuff, and it just happens overnight like that. Yeah, there was even a, a couple time. musicians, uh, wow. you know, that were posting on Instagram, like, photos of their parents' house that they stay in, just gone. Yeah. just yeah. And just crazy. Like, I don't know. I don't even know what I would do in that situation. But, you know, thank God I didn't have to, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, yeah you do realize how lucky you are in those situations, I guess. You don't think about it. You're, you're correct. I mean, you never... You always take that for granted until you don't. Yeah. I think. It's Most terrible when do. things like that happen, but at the same, you know, you also, it does bring out the good in people. You know, you see a lot of people come together and support each other. And, well, you know, we saw that with Bowling Green too. Yeah. And, and the question, because you kind of mentioned, you know, musicians posting stuff about losing, um, how is that community? It seems like I, I know we've seen a lot of um, benefit for Bowling Green, benefit mm-hmm. for, Western Kentucky concerts and shows that that have been actually more local musicians than anything that have put together have uh, has any I don't know if even that's possible down there right now but have you all heard about any of the music community doing anything like that Yeah our communities it's pretty tightly knit in a lot of ways we're actually playing a benefit concert on the 12th of February right mm-hmm. and we were invited to that 
we're not, we did not organize that. You might have to give them the details on who organized that, Griffin. Yeah, for but, sure. Yeah. Do you guys know like the band, the Josephines? Yes. In mm-hmm. Bowling Green? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. They're, they're kind of like headlining the whole thing. All and right, the group, right that, the group that put it on, their name is BG Forward um, at Downtown BG Happenings on on Instagram. But they uh, <laughs> they're taking donations and everything. So yeah, if you sweet. want to do that, so, yeah. you can go ahead and do that. Nice. No, but they're they're killing it. It's it's two guys who are working at a local jewelry shop called Mor- Morris Jewelry. They're both named Jim. They're great guys. And <laughs> Jim they're, and of course Jim. they are Jim. They're both Jim and Jim. G E M too. G E M. Of course. Hell yeah. We already know. We know these guys. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's a. I'm super excited for it because it's at like the Capitol Theater in Bowling Green too. Oh and wow. Just I don't know. I think everyone's really excited to try to. I don't know. As a musician, it's kind of, you almost feel like you don't have that ability to make a big change sometimes Mm -hmm. or like a real change. And I think this is our best way of maybe trying to do that. How much money did they they end up raising so far? Because I heard the number and it was insane from what I remember. I think the Josephines posted like over $10,000 has already been raised. See, you know, that's that's the thing when you you talk about um, not feeling, being able to feel like you can do much especially monetarily when it's, especially when you're young and you know you don't have any money, you'd love to be able to help and kick in. And But what's $20 going to do? But when you can do something like that and, and take your talent and, and, uh, and put it on a bill like that, and, and, you know, it's an awesome opportunity for you, but that's not what it's about. It's about raising awareness and raising some money and getting that out. And, and to know that you're a part of something that is raising chunks of change like that is awesome. Hell so yeah. kudos, man. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. That's what the best, we always figure out something about like the scene and it's always that, man. There's always, uh, it, it like leads a with network. a giving heart. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's awesome. Why don't you guys uh, start us out by telling us the origins of the Young Romantics. How did it get started? Who were, who was the first and where did it go from there? Yeah. Um, I guess I'll t- kind of take the floor. Good. Matt and I. <laughs> Matt and I, we actually went to high school uh, together. And we went to St. X for the record. St. X. I didn't know if mm-hmm. I should say it, but yeah, that, that was us. They need to know us. Yeah, <laughs> I went to Christian Academy. What's Were you up, a St. X guy? Hey, right, there's a St. X guy in the room over here. Hell yeah. <laughs> but now we, uh, we just loved music together. And I think in high school, especially at a place like St. X, you know, we were wearing shirt and tie every day to school. And I think you, you at least I kind of was raised around this type of like music is a weird thing. It's not for like a, you know, a promising gentleman growing up and trying to do something with our lives. <laughs> we, we ended up meeting each other <laughs> and we just, we, we really bonded over that. We always talked about making music in high school, but it just never came to fruition. One day I was at WKU Matt came down a semester later than me. And what ended up happening was he sent me a beat one day when he should have been going to class. (laughs) I dropped out soon after. (laughs) (laughs) You did. You did drop out. But He 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 might have dropped out, but he still drops beats. (laughs) You're damn right. (laughs) No, he, he dropped a beat my way. I was actually in like the school gym just working out and he sent it to me and I had my headphones in. I listened. And I automatically just start coming up with a little melody to it. Cause I was fiending to get music, you know, out there as well myself. I didn't, I knew it, but you know, I just didn't know how to do it. And he sent this and I said, you know, we should make that a song, right? Hmm. Ended up, uh, we recorded vocals to it in his car. 
in a local school parking lot. And <laughs> <laughs> yep. no joke. Yeah. On a phone or what? Well, it was um, it was like through a what was it through? Did you have Logic on? Your I had Logic Mac? on my MacBook. Did yeah. you have MacBook. a microphone with the interface in your car? Uh, well, uh, yeah. Well, no. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you have some great, just some great uh, car version. You have an hour. Yeah, it uh, <laughs> it plugged in directly to my computer. Oh, and we didn't have a windscreen, so Griffin brought his finest sock. Um, oh, good detail, we, man. Yeah. Well, you can't forget Clean that. Or dirty. Uh, I, I didn't ask. Um, he said he wore his finest sock. It was I told him I didn't show up and he did. Um, <laughs> but no, yeah. it, it was fun too because we were always doing vocal takes of, like at that point and like you, we would have to stop for like how long would it be? Like five to six minutes at a time sometimes with that stupid train. There was a train nearby. <laughs> God. <laughs> I'd be like, should I hear the train on the mic right now? He's like, damn it, man. We gotta redo the whole take. You should have brought the thicker sock, man. <laughs> Get the wool, babe. <laughs> no, but yeah, we did that, and you know, we we kind of dropped this song, and it was one of those where a lot of people that knew us were like, "Well, that was cool." It was on like SoundCloud or whatever, and some people liked it, and we just kind of kept doing it. Next thing I knew, Mitchell was living across the hall from me at our dorm room. I was. Freshman year, Menton Hall at WKU. And he just kept asking me out. It was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> I just had a guitar yeah. and I just I just wanted to play my guitar in those damn yeah, tell rooms. Tell him your perspective, man. What's your perspective well, on it? When I went from when I went to Western, I had this like room when I was in my parents' house, right? So you play guitar. Only people that hear you are your parents. And then um, when I went to Western, you know, I got a Blues Junior amp and they were cranked at the lowest volume oh, and everyone's yeah. like, oh my God, Mitchell can play a John Mayer song. Let's go <laughs> sit in this room. And I'm like, this was my me time. What the heck's going on here? You know why was, he thought it was his me time? Because there's a bunch of dudes in his room. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I've been in worse situations, brother. It's, no it's just, but, and then he was like, man, that sounds pretty smooth. And I was, I've always like struggled with confidence and stuff like that. So in my head, I was like, this is not smooth. I don't play that well. And he's like, man, you need to play guitar with us. And I was like, okay. And I didn't really know what that meant. Uh, <laughs> I think Matt made another one of his legendary beats. So you had never been in a band? No, never. I okay. played in high yeah. school band. I played saxophone. I was okay. in jazz band, played Barry Sax. Just did... did That's what my the, son, man. Yeah, man. My son plays Barry Sax. Really? He's like, oh, yeah, loves Dude, it. you kind of feel like my dad in some ways. Hey, man. Just a little bit different. Nice oh. be I, I, I like your beard and how ungray it is. Oh. So, hey, one yes. day it'll be real gray, man. Yes, man. This is what you're looking forward to, son. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm wow. looking forward to it, man. It'll be a good, beautiful Gandalf beard. But uh, back on talk topic, brother. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Where was I? Oh, yeah, the John Mayer beat. So <laughs> Matt makes another beat. I listened to it, and I'm like, oh, he made the song Gravity by John Mayer. And I he dropped it down <laughs> by half a step. Yeah. So <laughs> it was great. It was beautiful. It was a nice backing track. Which it sounded was, great because I didn't write it. Hey, man, <laughs> have confidence. You did make it. We were all just making our own stuff at the beginning, and I was playing John Mayer songs. You made John Mayer beats. 
is what we do. <laughs> and so he literally was like, dude, would you play a solo over this? And I was like, well, I know the Gravity solo by John Mayer, so I could easily play along to this. <laughs> I remember I was like, ah, it is in a different key. He's like, I know, it's a different song, man. <laughs> You're right. It's so, more uh, sophisticated in a yeah. half step. And I'm not saying that to shit at all. I'm giving him props because he made me record on it because he brought me over to across the hall. I plugged directly into his laptop and recorded a solo. And that was all I did with the Young Romantics. And uh, it escalated when we got this gig in uh, Northern Kentucky University. Yeah. And we had to practice for it. How so, did that happen? Well, Griffin, you take that. Yeah, because it... Uh... I guess like the we released an EP that had Mitchell with the solo on it, and then what was the name of this song you guys been working on here? Oh, I don't even know. The one we did with Mitchell was called Sophie. Oh, which, God. <laughs> it's always about what's the story on that one, Matt? Let's not talk about that one. Okay. <laughs> Swing her my way, brother. Oh, man. oh, there was no swinging going on. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, but God, you just transposed it. <laughs> Uh, we, uh, we released a little EP to SoundCloud and I don't know, when you start releasing things, you have so much fun and it's such an exciting feeling. It's like, well, let's do it again. <laughs> we, were, we were coming on winter break. I had a ukulele and I couldn't play guitar. I had these little hands. So I always was like <laughs> self-conscious that I couldn't play guitar, but I learned some ukulele chords and ended up writing like primarily ukulele based songs for a second EP that we um, made over that winter break and released as we were coming back oh, cool. for the next semester. And I think that's when Mitchell maybe started taking us more seriously because of the songwriting actually on that one. Yeah. Is that when Lost Hen Henry hit you up too? Because is that how we got the gig yeah. with them yeah. at NKU? Uh -huh. Did okay. you have a bass player at this point? We did no. not have a bass player. So what happened was when we got this gig at NKU after they put out that EP, when we're in dorms, right? And Matt plays the drums or so I thought, <laughs> you know. He, I had never seen him play the drums, but <laughs> we were talking like, how are we going to do this? And we kind of looked around each other and we said it jokingly for a while. We're like, man, we're going to have to get a storage unit and practice in a storage unit. And we that was not a reality. But then about the third time we said it, it was like, hey, uh, I got a storage unit. And so we went to a storage unit. I had a battery-powered amp, and he played drums in there. And we just jammed that way with earplugs. No vocals. No vocals, just... Never played with a drummer in my life other than randomly in jazz band when I would pick up the guitar. And Griffin's and playing the ukulele at this nah, point? No, he, didn't, he uh, ain't playing shit, brother. <laughs> He's just sitting there watching, coaching us, like yeah. just literally doing that. <laughs> we uh, we played that gig at NKU with just guitar and uh, drums and vocals. And we covered... What did we cover Chris Stapleton of that? Well, we played that yeah, we played that, that one song uh by that band I camp ceased, yeah, that camp, camp song. We did a camp song, hey, a John shout Mayer out camp, song. Shout out camp. I love you, camp. It's a great band. Check them out. C A A M P. Um, we played that. We played Frank Ocean. Played Frank Ocean. Hot as um, fuck. <laughs> well. Uh, not we, the song. No. Or our version. <laughs> no, our version was, you know. Uh, we played a Chris Stapleton song and then we did a jam at the end of it. Which yeah. was like, eh. I gotta pay my respect <laughs> to Chris Stapleton. We did so bad on that song. And we ruined it. It was such a good song. <laughs> what song was it? Was it I was, it was, was, it, I was, I was wrong. wrong? Yeah. Well, I Man. was wrong to play that song. What we, <laughs> what, it was the, so bad, man. The way we got a bassist eventually, this was like months down the line because Matt and I just rented this storage unit and we were practicing as much as we could, <laughs> just trying to keep up 
you know, trying to take those next steps because, you know, Mitchell was very vocal to be like, guys, we are never going to be able to do anything legitimately until we get a bassist. Then he met a bassist through a friend. Yeah, I had a buddy uh, that I was in contact with in high school or from high school, and he's a drummer. That was a beautiful sound. That was, perfect, that was a nice sound, that was man. Perfect. It was great. <laughs> but uh, he hit me up and he's like, man. next tune. Oh, yes, sir. <laughs> I had a sample that he hit me up and was like, Hey man, I got this guy that wants to play bass. And it was not Gabe. It was, uh, so Gabe, you, you keep your mouth shut. (laughs) (laughs) Shut It it was just, uh, it was this guy named Garrick and he came over and jammed with me. And it was the kind of thing where he was the only bass player I ever jammed with. And, uh, he wanted to be in a band. And so naturally we just kind of, started being a band. It was kind of odd because they were already calling themselves the Young Romantics and me and Garrett kind of joined and and he was like, well, I want to play, so we're going to play. Where did and, that come from? Is that what the ladies called you at WKU or what? I, I wanted our name. We had a buddy in high school who always thought, uh, believe it or not, he thought the name Romance was a cool band name. And, uh, <laughs> not good. I, <laughs> and I think I was just like, Matt and I were like, shit, we're about to release this music. What do we call it? And I was like, Romantics. And I, I wanted to be the new Romantics, but that mm-hmm. was taken. And then I was like, yeah. what about uh, new? What about the young Romantics? Yeah. And then, <laughs> then Garrick and me started jamming and we we're like, what are we going to be called? And they were like, we're going to keep the young Romantics. And Garrick... He was getting his master's degree dealing with a bunch of undergrad idiots like us. And he was like, we're going to pull a Mark Zuckerberg on it. We're going to drop the the. We're going to be young It's a romantics. concept now. You know, <laughs> young romantics. So that's what we became. And uh, we played for, how many, how long did we jam with Garrick in the band? We, well, what ended up happening really, we got a gig at a local bar. Or If we're going too long on this backstory, by yeah, the way. We, we, no, we got lots of good stories. You, you guys have your history down, man. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We did live it. Man, we, uh, <laughs> we really <laughs> did, brother. The funny thing, Matt and I were sending emails already to venues in Bowling mm-hmm. Green. Like, let's get a gig. We got a gig at like an actual, like, semi-happening place called the A-Frame and Mitchell looked at us like, you idiots. We don't have a bassist. What are you thinking? (laughs) Oh, we didn't even have one. We didn't even have a bassist. I'll tell you what, the whole time they were making me do this. Mitchell, I'm surprised you're still in the band, man. Oh, Oh, it's been hard. (laughs) You better be thankful for me and Garrick's ass, man. (laughs) Wow, we are not, I mean, shit. Go ahead. We all became a, a collective. Like they had their own shit going, and me and Garrick had our own shit going, and we came together, and it actually did become something. But at this first gig we all played together, it was still very rough, and we'll get into that in a second. But <laughs> the whole time, I can't even describe this enough. They were trying to get me to play with them, and I just wasn't quite buying into it. They were like, "We got this gig." I'm like, "We don't have a bass player. We just played NKU, where we butchered all these covers." You guys <laughs> think you know what you're doing? That shit's on YouTube. If anyone wants to no, see it, take it down. You take it down. I never took no, it down. I'll take it down. No, 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 no. I'm in the back clapping with this big ass ugly beard. Just go, come on, guys. Can we clap? Clap was terrible. Dude, shout out NKU. You guys were very nice, though. It was great, but uh. We ended up getting this gig at this bar called the A-Frame. And of course, the only people there were four of my really close friends or five or so. And bartender. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna get into that. I'm not I'm gonna have to stop talking because you guys got the goods, but I'll say this. It was an adventure. 
Matt, why don't you speak on it? Be- <laughs> <laughs> so oh, did great. you guys just pick Gabe up on the trip up from Bowling Green or what? I'm a hitchhiker. <laughs> yeah, I feel bad because Gabe, Gabe didn't live any of this. Gabe, well, Gabe came to me. I'm Loki. just hitchhiking on no, their embarrassing achievements. <laughs> <laughs> what what happened, no, I think, kidding. was like, uh, more or less, we played the gig. We didn't know what the hell we were doing. Our two of the three cars we brought to the gig got towed because we parked in <laughs> the wrong spot. We walked out after playing like shit. And after the sound guy, he like insulted us because yeah, we didn't, we know, didn't know, know how to sound check. <laughs> I started playing with my pedals and I, I sound checked my guitar and then I clicked on each individual pedal and was asking him how it sounded. And then he kind of went, hey guys, are we here to play music or what are we here to do? And then I was like, oh fuck. And then Garrick, God bless Garrick, yeah. in the moment showed us all how to sound check. And he said, hey, hit your guitar, man, hit it. And I hit it and then he hit his bass. He goes, go down, I'm going up. And then he went, shit, that's good enough. Hey Griffin, you ready to start? And then yeah. he just we just went. Yeah. Because we literally had no idea. And it was the kind of thing where, you know, I don't know. It's it's you always think you want to do these things. And then when the moment comes to do it, you're like, I didn't calculate all this. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't calculate nearly enough God. things. But yeah, we did not pick up Gabe hitchhiking, but maybe we did because uh Gabe came to me just the same <laughs> way Garrick did. So a buddy hit me up and said, You need a bass player. Because Garrick ended up moving to Texas for a job. And uh, I jammed with Gabe and this guy named Clay Madison. A mutual friend. Yeah, he's just, he's just this dude that hit me up. And uh, <laughs> well, I guess he's more than a dude. But either way. Just a dude. Uh, <laughs> a mutual friend. Clay was trying to write a song. And I love songwriting. So I was trying to help him out a little bit. But that's how I kind of met Gabe. And then he's like, man, Gabe wants to be in a band. And you guys need a bass player. And then Gabe just came and just kept showing up. And it's been <laughs> years now, and he just keeps showing up. And yeah, when was that, Gabe? That was like early 2020, March. That was like two, two and a half years ago, three Shit. years ago. Has it been that long? Oh, yeah, it's been been dude, it was weird. Gabe, I think Gabe was like 18. Can How I, old can were I you? make an observation in this yeah. band? Please. Gabe gets no respect. (laughs) (laughs) Not from these guys, but I get the most respect from everyone else. (laughs) (laughs) It's all that matters, man. It's all that really matters. So, Gabe, tell your story. So, Gabe, have you ever heard this backstory before? Oh, yeah. Too many. (laughs) (laughs) God, he just brought us all together. Hell yeah, brother. Yeah, so um, I knew Clay. Clay introduced me to um, to. (laughs) (laughs) I forgot. I forgot Mitchell's name for a minute. Uh, I mean, he did just join the band. Yeah, I just just caught him like thirty minutes ago. (laughs) Learned all the music on the way up. (laughs) Oh my god, I love you, bro. You're crazy. Yeah, so I met these guys, and we were rehearsing out of someone else's house that I'd never known for a little bit, and then we just kept going, and then. Then we recorded an EP out of like a shack and <laughs> <laughs> Gabe, we took you along and now for the we're craziest here. DMT <laughs> trip, man. Yeah, yeah, man. We yeah. just recorded a new album together. A yeah, full length album. This one not was, an EP. This one was good because you we were actually a part of it. The last EP we recorded, uh, in case was, you don't, Gabe kind of got thrown into it. I was it. thrust upon this See, project. that's the whole thing with you, Gabe. You, <laughs> you just put in me. the work. <laughs> Show some fucking respect, brother. <laughs> no. no, but it was, it was weird because uh, Garrick left right before we recorded the EP, that, uh, in case you don't. 
So we had the songs written and we needed someone to play it. So when Gabe came, you know, the songs were already written. He didn't have as much of a I just flow wrote bass in it. parts. Yeah, he just went for it. And, you know, I mean, it is a little bit weird, I'd imagine, Gabe, to do that. But it was hard to remember them all, honestly. Yeah. It was fun, though. It it, it's also creative hard. Just, uh, you, didn't get, you didn't get to put your sauce in it. But this new one you he put... He did so you, put his sauce in it. He did, but not the cliche, way he just dude. did. Yeah, yeah. Cliche alone, he yeah. put some sauce yeah. in okay, it. Okay, you did. You did, but you put even more of it on this new one where it actually felt like we were like family style eating when we were making the songs, you know? It was a good experience. It's, it's, it's good to know Mitchell's finally accepted you. I, well, so, it's awesome. hard. It's been hard to... <laughs> you're Mitchell's dad, Mitchell's no, my we're dad. No, we're going to get into that. <laughs> I, actually, I actually think you're heading on a good little rift here because... Gabe kind of came in and they've been in the band, Matt and Griffin, since before even I. It's just the car. Well, it's just it's exactly. The car. The car. So we're all kind of like staggered in the journey. Yeah. But oh, the journey is the journey. And I don't know. I'll tell you what. Let's let some, uh, let the listeners hear some music. Oh, sounds yeah. good. Yeah. Hell yeah. Let's yeah. start. Let, tell us about Alone. Oh. Whoa. Yeah. Damn. Uh -oh. I think Mitchell and I, that was one that, uh, that was the last song we wrote for that album. And, uh, and Mitchell and I wrote it in his old, um, apartment, just bedroom. We wrote it together and it was one of those that I think, uh, he had some little lick in some chord progression. He said, Griffin, mm -hmm. I, I really think this is a young romantic song because he writes a lot of solo music as well, of course. And he said, man, I think this is a young romantic song. We just wrote the song together, and uh, I think it was one of those, I swear, we introduced it later on before we tracked them all, and I really think that it just has this magic to it that came out, you know, better than we would have expected. It's probably one of the best songs on that project. Mm. Let's check it out. Alone. Appreciate it. That was fun. That was fun. That was fun. 
one. And I'll tell you what, man. this this bourbon's not too bad to me. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, man. Bourbon so, makes everything a little better, you know. It's, <laughs> until you hit the peak, you know, it's a, it's a little, <laughs> diminishing returns at a certain point. Yeah. I'm still searching. Fair enough. <laughs> so, I got to know the influences, man. Yeah. What are your all's? I guess, Griffin, we start with you since, since you wrote that one and... uh what do you what do you listen to? What what got you to you know, what are you doing writing stuff like that? <laughs> Man, well, and that was one um Mitchell and I kinda were bouncing off each other. I think I'll say this about songwriting. I know that until I had met Mitchell, I was always like super careful about the words I would use. And that that song has like some pretty intense lyrics uh, and some things that, uh, you know, you don't really want your mom or dad to hear. But huh? I think Mitchell was always the type of person we'd be just kind of riffing and he'd be playing. We'd be trying to come up with the, the words and he'd say something that was kind of, I always thought, a little extreme. And I was like, can we say that? <laughs> and I, I think he kind of taught me. He's like, what do you mean? I don't yeah. know. I think... Uh, Speak your mind, brother. I think that song, <laughs> honestly, might have been more based off of mutual influence. I think of like RKS, Rainbow Kitten Surprise, when I hear yeah. a song like that. I don't even know where like... I mean, that song in particular came from as much as just... You know, you play guitar as much as you can and you learn how to do certain things. And when you you feel that urge to write something, whatever you can come up with is what you get. Mm-hmm. And Man, that's what I came up with. I'm kind of interested with you asking that. Like, what what were you? Or is that like a, was that, is that like an interesting sound to you? Well, man, you know, I just hear a lot of like, <laughs> I don't know. It's a, it's a lot of like 90s. That's I love nineties music. Yeah, it's kinda, it, it kind of seems like, uh, yeah, kind of like a throwback to the nineties. I kind of feel that too. Like, uh, oh, cool. like even in that one, at the end of it, um, when it goes back into the course, it's a little bit like BPM. It's up, which is cool. But Ooh. I'm thinking it has like a Will Smith summertime vibe. Because Griffin loves nineties music, man. And that's Gabe with because Gabe's Gabe had that bass line. We bounced it way up in the mix because it was so he said funky. Like it kind of funky. I like that like Motown bass line, yeah. James Jamerson oh, yeah. type stuff. Yeah. yeah. we've all got like different musical tastes, but there's a little bit of like overlapping, like a four-way Venn diagram. It's kind of weird, we've all got some really different tastes and all kind of blends together into this unique kind of weird thing, but it works, I think, most of the time. Well, I think like, <laughs> I think Alone has a lot of hip-hop influence too, which I, I definitely feel yeah, the R&B-ish, yeah. hip-hop-ish yeah. type of… That's like Gabe and Mitchell's worlds in terms of hip-hop and just that type of thing because… I love making beats, yeah. FL Studio… Who Hell likes yeah. punk? That's all I think. That's me. I hear a lot of punk too. You're like a guru. You no, can just no, see no. us yeah. all. You can see like, man, he got us. you need to do this. Sam, dude. No. I mean, it, you represent it well. I mean, it, oh, it, it comes through that there's a lot of different, you know, like like Gabe said, it, it everything has its own thing, which is cool because you can have that type of influence in a song that might have in like an R&B overtone of a late, you know, 90s type of, you know, uh, I don't know, what was the old like Drew Hill or Blackstone or those those type of vibes on, on 
on top of something that sounds kind of punk and that sounds kind of Motown. But by the way, yeah, you guys are right. There's probably not a human on earth, Neil's age, that's listened to more hours of music than Neil. Oh, wow. <laughs> I listen to Do you play too, Neil? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. I play a little bit. I dabble. He dabbles. <laughs> he's, he's fucking good is what that means. Nah, I, 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 I dip my toe in there a little bit. Oh, Hell God. Yeah. He's deep in the water. Shit, no. man. No. Deep in there, man. <laughs> I try to keep it real. So where'd you guys quiet. record that one? Mm. Great story. That the was summer um, before last. Yeah, and we, we have a buddy named Max. 2020? It was. It, it was, was right COVID after summer. COVID. Oh, COVID. It was during COVID. Oh COVID was right Excuse me. It was when that shit popped and off. And blast. That's the new song. Hey. COVID summer. Shout out John Travolta. Happened so fast. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Man, no, we, we have a buddy named Max Erskine in Bowling Green. He, uh, he was operating this place called... Yeah, Thunder Sound, oh, hell yeah. yeah. And he had a place called Erskine Sound prior to that. His um, Copyright his, infringement. Hell. <laughs> too close to, too close too to close. Thunder Sound. <laughs> sound, no. sound, sound. Truth, truth be told, I studied journalism mm. in high school, or not in high school, in college. I was a journalism major, and uh, I ended up writing a story on this band called The Rift in Bowling Green that wrote a, they tracked an album with Max, and okay. I met him. And little did anyone know, I was like, shit, I'm trying to make music too. So I interviewed Max for this story and he ended up giving me a business card because I was like, hey man, I kind of think that I might be onto this wave too. And we, we've we tracked every single piece of music that we've ever released aside from the early shit that Matt and I did with Max. And we uh, recorded that whole album. It, it's a little spot his parents own called Paradise Point. In, okay. Uh, in like Scottsville, Kentucky. And it's like a country store, best way to say it. It's a cracker yeah. barrel with a, a little antique bit shop. of hippie mm-hmm. in it. Like psychedelic cracker barrel. A lot barrel. of hippie in it. Oh, yeah. cool. Paradise yeah. Point. Sounds no. like a cool place. Come it get your is mushrooms. Awesome. Great, great hot dogs, great art, great people. But it it really was, Gabe said, a shack. It was it was a shack. No, it was like Oh, legit. that was the shack, huh? That was that the, was shack. the okay. shack. But I mean, it was mm-hmm. legit. It, um... And Max has only gotten better and better. It's kind of been this cool thing where we've all gotten better together as just musicians and creators. And yeah, that's... Why are you looking at me like that, Neil? I wonder if that's where Jay uh, Skaggs was at this weekend. It was. Is it a little log cabin, literally? Where it's just a room? It's not a log cabin, but there are log cabins. It's like right by Barron River, right? I'm telling you, man. It mm-hmm. could be. Uh, I doubt it. So, you know, you guys were, we had Seth Pedigo on here a few yeah. episodes oh, back. Yeah. Okay. And, I listened to some of that. And while we were recording the podcast, you guys were walking around making a salad at Thunder Sound. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, I remember. Yeah. Hey, that was my salad. That was your salad, Gabe. <laughs> that had some raspberries in it. Spinach, what else did we eat? What else great. I love that <laughs> salad. <laughs> That was man, so, I, I felt so bad for Seth. He was like, "Man, these dudes with Top Hill, man, they wanted to meet you." And I was like, "Oh shit, we're we were like so into the mode of oh, just we like ah." In. Oh, uh, no, so man. I apologize awesome. if we were ever distant or anything. No, man. no. <laughs> so that place looks unbelievable. We haven't been there. We're gonna go visit. It was Sam, hell yeah. It was beautiful, and we had never been. And I don't know what you want to call like a professional recording studio. But just a recording studio to that whatever Thunder Sound is, we had never been to one like that. All right. So when uh, when when the podcast was over and, and Seth closed the laptop, tell me 
he just started yelling at you guys or something. Tell me yeah. he's not really as nice as he's saying. No, Seth is, oh, is Seth he the is greatest man ever. Is, he's Godson. the kind of guy is where we would be in the control room and he would just be kind of there just vibing and he would just get this like gut feeling and he would mm. look around and he'd be like, who needs something? What's up? And then he, he He's at, a feeler. He's a feeler, man. Yeah. He would look at Matt. He's he like, was, what you need? And Matt's like, I don't need anything. He's like, what do you need? And then Matt was like, oh, I need Jewel Pods. I need some <laughs> And he was like, dude, I'll go there. Anyone else? And we're like, I need some Brussels sprouts. Whoa. And then he just let all the right. He was like, I got you. Quit. Just, In the I'm middle of a snowstorm. Yeah, he yeah. seems like an authentic dude. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he, he really is. I'll say it straight up. One of the songs that we're going to play, he like was inspiring me as I did the vocal. And the, the vocal that I think we're going to end up using prior to doing the take, I literally said, hey, this is for you, Seth. Because mm -hmm. he was inspiring me so much in the moment. He was just giving me such a good energy. And, I mean, that shit came out as good as it could have possibly come out. Oh, so, he, yeah. I, I, to answer your question, the incredible guy. Yeah, he also played a harmonica musician. on a yeah. song that we're going to play tonight. We're oh, playing yeah. a song called, right? oh, wow. I wish we, he was here to play it. Yeah, we played oh, yeah. it. Uh, you should have brought him with you. Hey, here he can now and coming through the door, Seth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> on that benefit concert that we Seth. talked about earlier on the 12th of February, there's a good chance he's going to play harmonica with us. Oh, oh cool. That'd be awesome. We need to hit him up about that for we real. Do. He, I, he wants to, and I want him to as well. Dude, That'd he ripped awesome. it. He that was some energy. First take. We might need to go to Bowling Green, Neil. Bowling Green's yeah. fun, man. February twelfth. Yeah. Yep. February twelfth. February's gonna be packed, man. Yeah. Hell yeah. Let's, Hell let's do it. Busy. I like Hit it me busy. up. I'll give you some restaurant and some coffee options. It'll be good. You It'll look like you time. can make a mean coffee there. Uh, I don't make coffee, but I probably could. <laughs> I know some people that can. Yeah. I'll tell you that. Gabe. You Gabe's a coffee. Gabe's make a mean kind of, coffee. Hey, tell, tell them about your express. Barista. Is that what it's called? Are you just barista? We say, I say that. Barista. <laughs> <laughs> when we were recording this new album, we stayed at Thunder Sound for a week. We lived there, and I just brought like three mason jars full of espresso and... <laughs> Mitchell How? took it from me. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, How many just shots? kidding. I don't know. It was at least like a hundred, man. Like no, no shit. <laughs> hey, it was like eight days. So it was gone. Man, oh, we drank, we made a we brewed a lot of coffee. We man. did, dude. I took like three I don't cold brews from how work. They did it. When they uh when they wrote the album, it was like Fifty-seven minutes. Now it's a twenty-seven-minute album. Everything yeah. was played Every about three BPM times fast. Yeah. 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 Jacked up on coffee. <laughs> no <Nope. laughs> Hey, let's hear another tune. All right, let's uh, tell us about cliche. Oh. Who wants to talk? We got to hear about tell, the video. Tell them about too. how we got the first uh, little writing session. I, actually, I, I think I have a good story for this one. Good. It's very. <laughs> mm. Me and Griffin have this weird thing. The the more deep we go into our friendship, the more just like telepathic we get where cliche was written in two different eras of our lives, probably like six months apart. Uh, I made up the guitar parts to both of the the halves. Oh God. The halves. Women are fucking making us sad. <laughs> but anyway, the first half was, I forget, Griffin was feeling down and bad about some chick and I was feeling the same way. When I made the Same guitar girl? part. Nope, two <laughs> different girls. Good this, question. This, this, yes, it's actually key. First one was some girl that it was on his mind. Second one was a girl on my mind. But was it the girl in the video? No, that was a random. <laughs> Good we question. call that that's a random. <laughs> that would, if it was, it'd be pretty cliche. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Shit, I don't even so, remember yeah. who that was, was about. <laughs> um, well, I remember. I don't. Well, you might not, but I remember. I was feeling this way about this girl, but Griffin wrote all the lyrics, and it was telling the same exact story without me telling him anything. And it was crazy. It was like he released my soul singing about his <laughs> oh, own yeah. thing. Then on the second half, I had been going through some kind of, you know, destruction. <laughs> and it was just like, man, remember that song? The first half of that was kind of hot, man. And it was like, man, if I'm not going to get any goodness from this little thing in my head, we're going to make it up right now. And me and Matt and I don't know if you were there, Gabe. We got it on video. We actually did get on video. I don't know if Gabe was there, but Gabe, the bass part, again, this is another one where the bass carries it a lot, in my yeah. opinion. So. It was just, we did the same thing, but Griffin was writing, well, Griffin was writing the lyrics about what was going on in my heart again, and we were kind of figuring it out just one yeah. step at a time. And Cool. I think we called it cliche because it was just like, damn, you're really going to act like that? You're really going <laughs> to act like that in front of me right now? Yes. Looks like, all, looks like you all had a good time making that video. <laughs> oh, it was fun. <laughs> yeah. Who is the girl in the video? Is it a friend? Uh, Gabe. So, uh, Gabe? So someone Gabe? I went. Hey! <laughs> that was me in a wig. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, some good uh, video editing skills going on. Uh, that is someone that I met in high school. And um, do you remember her name? Madison Kirby. Well, the original. She out. was chosen her because. Out. Yeah, I was shout, like, shout out. out. They originally had someone that was scheduled to um scheduled to be the <laughs> um, female lead in that music video, but she kind of like dumped out on us last yeah, minute. So yeah, we Gabe had to find someone. They were like, "Yo, do we have any other girls who want to do this?" Gabe's we were, like, "I got an idea." We were literally <laughs> thinking of putting like Griffin in a wig or something. Yeah, or, we did I think about that. that Shit, we wouldn't even fun. have to put me in a wig, man. Yeah, Look just a dress. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's check it out. Cliche, and listeners, go watch the video too. I'm afraid of it, I'm afraid of you Been a face so long, wondering what to do next What to do next Cause when I saw it then, I couldn't look away Had to turn right back so I could try again and you know why And you know why I've been walking by I've been running fast Trying to make every moment last Cause it's you, you, you That me, me, me We've been running around Like we had things to be Yeah, you know it, baby We going crazy But you talking to me now Like you ain't noticing a thing It's you, you, you That me, me, me Want me to end
<laughs> Man, that's kind of. Hey, God, I'm like getting swing. transported when that shit's going yeah, on. Yeah, same, <laughs> bro. Yeah, it's like a, I haven't listened to those in a while. It's like it always sounds better in the headphones too. Yeah, it oh does. yeah, every it song. really does. You really get it. It really yeah. does. Man, boy, that throwback sound, man. Yeah, dude. Man, why'd you have to act like that, guys? Come on. Huh? I'm I'm thinking about all the girls. I'm like, what oh, in the God. world, bro? <laughs> <laughs> like, what in the world? Yeah. That's all right. You know who you the are. The Lord is punishing. <laughs> I think I think with our music, we progressively because I was raised on Motown R and B ever yeah. since I was a little kid from my dad. Yeah. I think my big thing has just been like, man, how how can we hit that and like have it be taken seriously? Because I think the fear with like writing music that is like romantic or feels like that, it's like, shit, are people going to believe it if I'm singing it? Like, well, dude, they do believe you that believe shit? it? Hey, man, here's, yeah, that's, you know what? That is a great point. I would say this. Who cares? Hey. Who cares? Respect to that. Do you, yeah. do you love what you're doing? Do you write it because you love writing it? Who cares? Yeah, that's kind of what I was Whoa, telling him when he was yeah. like, man, Mitchell says crazy stuff when he writes songs. And in, in my head, it's never been an option. It's just like, what are you going to do if you don't? Like, mm. what the other option is shit. Like, hey. just, it's so bad. It's like, you just say what's on your mind because you're Mitchell not going to give shit, man. He, I mean, you know, <laughs> <laughs> he, wears, he wears purple leopard skin. Damn right. Exactly. With dude. a beanie on. Dude, dude. I, he's not very attractive, but he's a good kid. <laughs> hey, hey, you're, back, baby. hey, cliche, baby. <laughs> cliche. You don't got to look good when you, well, frankly, yeah, maybe you do. <laughs> maybe you do. But speak your mind, man. And I don't know. And, and let the, so, you, who, who cares? so you guys spent eight days at Thunder Sound. Is that music ready to go? It is not ready Absolutely to go. Absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that far off, though, Sounds honestly, good, though. man. It, we, because the cool thing about when you're staying is we were getting levels established from the get go. So, like, man, it, it already sounds pretty damn good. Just uh, maybe I'm talking on my ass now. I feel, I, as I not. said that, I was like, oh shit. Yeah, maybe it depends on what you mean by ready to go. Well, like, here's here's the what stage are we at? Are we at the mixing stage? Are we done with the recording? It's really just, just beginning, raw yeah. audio, okay. freshly recorded Studio audio. Mix. So one one time through uh, where, where everybody agreed, okay, that was a good take. That's yeah. where we're at. Exactly. What's the outcome? What's the what's the final product you're looking for? Is it going to be an EP or? No, it's a full length, I believe. Okay. It's probably four. What are we at? Shit, like 45 man. minutes? It's about yeah. 45. It's 11 songs. So yeah. whatever you want to call that, I guess. But wow. This is the one where we're just putting our, like as much effort as we can muster financially and emotionally and everything. So you guys, you guys spent eight days, right? Yes, Thundersound? Yeah. Is it eight or so seven? How many hours a day it's were eight. you guys recording and creating and the whole playing time. and... Man, Max, uh, the Mac, Max, and again, shout out Max Erskine. He he was the one who was, he, I mean, he was our producer, man. He was going with us, setting everything up. He was doing everything. He estimated that we were running like 15-hour days is, yes. what he, is what he estimated. Now, granted, a lot of that time was us just vibing out and maybe eating, cooking together. But I mean, shit, that's part of the process. Yeah. 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 I mean, just hunkered in. Just like yeah. we lived together, we I'll, I'll all got this. so close during that. It we got amazing. snowed in too. It was beautiful. Oh man! Yeah. Oh man! I it, can't wait to see that place. I mean, it's, it's a resort basically. Yeah, that's a great yeah. way to say it. It it 
it was phenomenal. What I was just thinking was, shit, going back to work that next day was fucking rough, man. Because <laughs> yeah. it was real we, rough. We were in a different world. It, it yeah. was just. It's not a vacation. It's work, but it's a, it's like paradise. And you know what's interesting? I don't. I mean, at least in the Louisville area, I don't think the music community knows Thunder Sound real well. They're, they're just they're just getting their. We're trying their to make it going. some shit, man. We're yeah. trying to put it on. Get down, and, <laughs> get down at Thunder Sound, man. I'm Fuck telling em. you, it's, it's amazing. It's it's a great can't, place. I can't wait. Yeah, hell yeah. yeah. We're going. We're we're trying to work out a visit with Seth right now. We want to go down yeah, and just yeah. hang out for a little bit and That's get to see the cool. place. You know. Yeah. Man. Yep. Man, I'm ready to hear another one. We got a, We got some more here. Tell us about put you through. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> oh, dude, look, we got good stories. That was the song. I got to go crazy. Yeah, why don't on. you say it, Matt? You talk about this one, man. Well, you know, they wrote it. Um, <laughs> hey. Um, but yeah, no, the song is just angry. And I it was it was the point in Time the recording process. Influence. Yes. Mm-hmm. It was the point in the recording where we had done cliche, it's all, you know, RB, sensual type stuff. And then that like intro chord thing comes on and something just came over me and I was like, I'm just going to rip it. I'm going to hit it as hard as I can. I don't care what it sounds like. Let's just see what happens. And you get that. Yeah. It was great. <laughs> I'll say this too. The little breakdown where there's a voice, there's audio going, yeah, that is me. Matt. That's me crying on a phone. Thanks, yeah. Mitchell. Yeah, Matt, Matt called me in despair and usually on my friends uh, call me in despair I start recording it. it. <laughs> <laughs> It's not true. He's a creative. Well, hey, dude, what can we, he say? Hey, dude, dude, I'll tell you what. If you're a girl, gone. do not leave voicemails. <laughs> don't do uh, it. So you can play it back for him later? Or exactly. What? No, yeah, I, don't uh, I don't know what kind of weirdo these voicemails wrong, either. Man. Hey, man, I don't give a shit. Remember? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it worked. Matt it worked. was uh, calling me, and at that point, like I said, the band were all in kind of different stages of connection. Yeah. Like, it started out like, Griffin and Matt were really good friends, and I was kind of just, oh, I'm in this band. And then very slowly, Matt and me became good friends, too, where I actually felt like I knew him. And when we were, when he recorded that, or when I recorded you talking to me, that was when we were finally starting to understand each other. And I remember being like, he's going to want me to record this. I, that's all I remember. Yeah. And then I just wow. started. For real. And then for we real. talked for like 30 minutes. And I then did it, it was for you, Matt. 10 minutes later, he Facts. did it. Well, you can say what you want at the studio. We were like, what are we going to put there? And I said, hey, Matt, uh, leave. I know what we're going to put there. And he went, what? And then uh, he got out of the room. I put it there, came back, and he went, oh, fuck, it's got to stay in. It's got to. <laughs> it, it, it fit so well. And this is at the beginning? This is at the... Uh Near the near the breakdown, yeah, at the, near the end of the song. If you want to play, if you're looking maybe. for a timestamp, what's it like three quarters? Shit, well, or? I feel bad because then the fucking solo comes in. It's like I don't, I don't. You, you just hey, play let's it just as play you the play. whole damn thing. All right, uh, I'm, cool. I'm cool with that. Yeah. It's like three minutes. Put you through. Here we go.
Out if it's good enough Maybe if we locked eyes And I just smile That's good enough But once I took my time I know I lied At least I tried Don't worry I'm fine I swear that I'm fine We waste our lives So the things I put you through 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 It's the things I put me fun to play. <laughs> that is really fun to play. Oh. Yeah, I guess a little uh, chili peppers vibe there, man. Damn, yeah. Damn it, everybody says it. that. Everybody says Everybody that, says man. we sound like the right all chili peppers. It's so- oh, I love that you oh, said that. I love, I love that's a great thing. That's oh, great I feel like yeah, I insulted no. you. No, 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 no. no, no. Not at all. It's I funny. It. I'll, I'll tell it. you the backstory on that just a little bit. Like they love, you know, 90s and just rock music in general, I guess. I never listened to anything like before 2016. Like everything, I just like new music, just hip hop, R and B, just stuff going on around me. And I thought I, it sounded like Olivia Rodrigo. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I do like Olivia. Rodrigo. Yeah, hey, Matt, how, how, how did you guys record the drums there, man? The drums had a good sound. Uh, well, we recorded it at Paradise Point, um, and I think was that the first one we ever live tracked. That was we did live track yeah. that. That yeah. was the first one we ever did that. I think we just live tracked the guitar DI and made it a scratch guitar, though. Uh-huh. But 
The energy was there. Though. Yeah, the energy oh, yeah. was there. I, I remember the vocal was a single take too. And yeah. I just did it as a scratch vocal. Oh. And Mitchell looked at us after I did. He said, oh, it's done. And I was like, what? And he's like, oh, it's done. Yeah. And then it was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It took a couple of weeks of me saying, I think, you know, it's done. Right? And he'd be like, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm like, okay. And then I was like, we'll see what happens. I'm like, no, that is done, bro. Yeah, it's the fun. hardest yeah. thing to do That's as cool a vocalist too. is to capture the energy in the room on a, on a secondary track on an overdub. Because mm-hmm. yeah. the sca- scratch tracks always sound better. And it's just... <laughs> How many times... Uh, we hear artists come in here and say that all the time. They lay down some scratch tracks and it's what they end up keeping. Wow. Yeah. It's yeah. kind of like what it's I awesome. said with... Riding alone, where well, you learn to play guitar, you know how to do whatever you do, and you do it as good as you can. Like in that moment when you're singing that scratch check and everything is going on around you, just do it as good as you can because yep. you're not going to get that moment back. Well, there's a bunch of things that come with recording live. One is just the energy you get from each other, and the other thing is you're getting a real mix there. Yeah. I mean, you're recording Ooh. it as it sounds, you know? Yeah. Shit. Yeah. If so. you're doing it right. Yeah, but that was a big thing with Thundersound because we live tracked most, I would say, right? Most of the album. Yeah, there's only like two, I think, that we used to click to. Yeah, so it all sounds pr- like a premix, mm-hmm. like it's all listenable, like mix wise, and it's because we were vibing. Sounds like we do it live. <laughs> yeah. So for our listeners that want to be Young Romantics fans, tell us where we can find you, or find you on the socials, find your music, all that stuff. Well, you could find us in Bowling Green, Kentucky at <laughs> Hey, man. Yeah, we're, we're addresses and phone numbers out I'm there. I'm available from 2 p.m. to 6 p.m. and I go to bed at 8 p.m. So you better get over work. Mitchell, we're, what's your social security number? <laughs> for all the listeners? We're, we're at Young Romantics on everything that has two S's at the end. And uh, I noticed that, yeah. Yeah, that, that was something that Matt came up with. That's like a, a, I would call it like an artifact. And we just, we've kept it. We think it's fun. So. What's our website? I don't even know. Young-romantics.com. Oh. Awesome. We do have a website. You can buy a shirt. We we oh, like cool. our first round of shirts, man. Why don't we do, I'll just say this and you guys can tell me if you agree with this. Why don't, if you buy a shirt up until this February 14th show, we'll still donate the profits, I think, to the tornado. Great right? idea. Let's yeah. do we will do that. If you do it up until that 14th show, if you Maybe buy 12th. a shirt, we're going to donate the profits. The 12th. The 12th, 12th show. Excuse me. Yeah. Nope. Well, we'll do it to the 14th. Fuck it. Okay. <laughs> Till Valentine's. Till the 14th. If you <laughs> and your lover. Special. If no you issue. and your lover buy a Valentine's shirt <laughs> coupled up and you go out to dinner and take a photo, I'll personally donate $10. I swear on my life. So send me the photo. Let's get it going. <laughs> wow. I mean, how many could possibly do that? Young Romantics themed date night. Yeah. But that's no. a date. We're, we're everywhere. We are on YouTube. And uh, shit, I guess we're about to be on YouTube more with yeah. you guys. Hell yeah. 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 Let's Yo, this, do it. I'll tell you what. I don't know if it's the bourbon. I don't know if it's the vibe. I'm having a great oh, time. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's getting better now. Yeah. Yeah. You gotta always, play music. We always have fun in here, man. It's great. Yeah. Hey, we're getting ready to have fun with one shots. And you guys are going to go live. This is our first day we've ever done that. Woo. So, oh, wow. We better one. not fuck it up. Roll the dice, baby. That's what I always say. Roll the dice. But you know what? You record live and then it's gone. Yeah. True. Done. Oh, we could put it public if we. He does archive it. Yeah, it does. But we won't. I was gonna say he can do it if you want. No promises. No shame. I tell you what, fellas, I've had a blast like Griffin has for his past hour talking (laughs) to you guys, and we are gonna go out with Satrine. Is that how you say it? Satrine. Yes, sir. True. Tell us about Satrine. That was one. Well, my girlfriend at the time had like some gemstones. One was a Satrine stone, and 
I was just playing guitar in, in her room and that stone was like on her desk. And I just was playing this little, I had just gotten into Travis picking, playing guitar. And uh, I was like, man, this is kind of nice. And wrote all the lyrics in like 10 to 15 minutes, sent a little voice memo to Mitchell. And he said, I, I was just sending it just to be like, look at this. He said, oh, that should be on the album. And mm. then we just went from there. And it, it was kind of one of those beautiful, like, just came out of thin air and seemed like it was like from the heavens. If right. Oh, cool. It was just truthfully. the energy. There was something because I was just going through whatever I was going through at that time. And it was just one of those things where, you know, your friend writes a song, you know, it's, it's completely original. It's his own thoughts and its own feelings. And honestly, I think I was just sitting in my room, just thinking, just being really sad. And he, I listened to his email and it's like, I felt it happen over me. I was like, oh, that's, that just killed me. And then it's like one of the, it's like one of those feelings where, yeah, you just wrote that by yourself in your room, but why shouldn't we record that? Yeah. And I was like, Let's, and he was like, we, oh, one day I'd like to do that. I'm like, well, we're about to go to the studio. Let's do it. I'm like, the guitar part's easy, <laughs> brother. Let's get it. And then Damn. Matt, maybe you want to tell him about the drums. Cause Matt was like, I know what to do. And it was like, okay. Yeah. And then he did it. <laughs> Just anger. <laughs> like, That's it. It'll be nothing. That's his muse. Yeah. That is my muse. Yeah. There muse. you go. Comes out of nowhere. Gay, I, I love the bass on that as well, man. Yeah, Mitchell and um, Griffin just introduced the song to me and Matt one day. And it, we just kind of felt it out. And like the first time we ever played it, I think that was just kind of like the shtick we followed the whole time we were recording it. We just kind of, at first try, got it oh, figured man, out. Oh, man. We need to talk about Al. Yes. Yeah, throw, throw it out real quick, man. Oh, okay. Well, shoot, you might have to help me because you, you know the man better than me, maybe. But the guy that played saxophone on Cliche, which we played earlier, and what we're about to play is a train. He, uh, and flute on Citrine. And flute. True. He, he played everything wind instrument wise on a Citrine. But he was this older guy that Max are 83 years old. 83. Are you serious? Yeah, I swear. He used to 83. play with Frank Zappa. Back in the day. Wow. Lives in Bowling Green. From just, Cali, yeah. Just, and you guys almost left this out of the podcast. We almost did. That's why I said, his name's well, Al Lopez. One, I have to just say his <laughs> name just to give him the love because, I mean, he it was like cliche. It was. He he was this old guy or older guy, older than us, let's say. And he just gave us wisdom because Griffin was going through what he was going through. We were all going through what we were going through. And I was just heartbroken and I was talking to him about it. And he was just like, man. So how did you know Al? Well, through Max. Max said, dude, he'll do it They for worked free. at the flea market together. <laughs> did they? That <laughs> is so lit. I swear they did. Yeah. And he, Al's the type, he's like, he's he's older, but he doesn't seem it. He's from, again, he's from California. I think he used to run like a little, I don't know if it was a gas station. <laughs> he's just one of those guys, man. He knows he's everything. He's 83. Is he 83 now? Or he's when 84 you now. He was 83 when 85 we recorded maybe? it. He came to the studio yeah. and played the flute. He's like, I'll sell it to you. Well, yeah. <laughs> we, he charged us $20 for gas. We, he didn't even charge us. We just we paid him 20 bucks. Oh, and he said, hey, that'll get me some gas. Thanks, no. guys. We should have oh, wow. paid him $4,000. Back in Al's day, $20 would have bought you a house. That's a lot of money. Yeah. He came out to play for us in the middle of the pandemic. That's dude. amazing. You know what we dude, need to do, did. man? We get need to get Al on, on the podcast. podcast. Oh, that'd be... You should. He would like yeah. that. He he, just he's a here, talker, man. He has a beautiful, amazing personality. There's no telling oh, who I he's bet he played has with. a story or two. Oh, yeah. yeah. He's probably played with everybody in the world. 
I'll say this about Al. The best thing that man ever said, in my opinion, that has inspired me. So just throughout my life since meeting him, even to make a lot of the songs I've made, because I'm trying to incorporate it in an album. But he said, the good Lord gives and the good Lord, good Lord takes. And he said, you deal with that. Yeah. And I was like, oh my fucking God. I was like, dude, it hit so hard. Because I was like sitting there heartbroken. And you didn't say that to Al, did you? I did. I did. I, he, he was the type of actually, guy he could take it. He, he'd say he, it back. He didn't care, man. He He's didn't a hardened man. He was great. Yeah. He was light, bro. He yeah. Was, yeah. You know, I noticed during while we've been talking, Mitchell, you're like the channel for everything. You know, everybody writes a song and they send it to Mitchell. Have you ever, has anybody ever sent you something you said no? All the time. I okay. feel like right? constantly. Well, Griffin just Griffin does this thing where he'll be on the house playing guitar and he'll look at me like he's trying to fuck me. Like, he like that? I'm like, no. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> I'm like, and then, and then sometimes, like, like so, sometimes it does hit. Sorry, brother. Well, like, Satrine, yeah. for example, what you're about to listen to, he sent me that. Like I said, it's, a, it's just a feeling thing because he hadn't even been playing guitar that much and riding over his own guitar parts for very long. Like, he would play ukulele and then I would play guitar and he would write. So, it was a rare occasion for him to play his own stuff and send it to me. So, I had this experience of having no attachment to the art and then just listening to it. And I was like, oh, it's pretty much done. Like, he did that and he finished it and Mm. it's amazing. That's it. I'm glad it works because yeah. otherwise the response would have been, Citrine, why well, you should have called this Litrine because this is shit. <laughs> it's, ne- it's never, I might have just said that aggr- aggressively. Like, oh, I don't like God. it, but I'm never that aggressive with it. But <laughs> we always, we always joke sake. around about how everyone has roles, you know? And I feel like, you know, it's just how it like goes. As long as these guys know their roles, everything's going to be fine. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. Like, yeah, we're like knows, the rock in the 90s. Yeah, Matt knows. Like, like the rock He's in like, the man, I hit shit. Know your role I and shut your mouth. <laughs> I get angry and I hit shit. Griffin keeps the boat going, literally checking up on everyone, makes Gabe, shit happen. Keep, Gabe keeps it funky. Gabe he holds does it. Funky. Dude, Gabe keeps it Gabe, light. Gabe is the secret weapon, man, because everything you listen to, if you pay attention to the bass, it's like, oh. The bass is ooh. kicking, yeah. I mean, yeah. I can't keep Ooh. up with them. I really can't. Yeah. But no, man. everything works great, you guys. Well, fellas, again, awesome. yeah. Thank you guys for visiting with us, man. And let's check out. And I can't wait to hear the next stuff, man. I can't yeah. wait to hear what comes out. Yeah. Of it. You're gonna hear some of it today. Yeah, we yeah. Are. All right. Ooh. So let's set up for some one shots, and we're gonna go out with the train. Thank you, guys. Thanks, guys. Thank, thank you, guys. Thank seriously. Edges here And too many things I wanna say To you And every day another question And every night a new concession With never anything Show for it. 
And maybe that's the answer I thought it was the answer But now I know It's the reason why I wanna cry Right now In front of